gentlemen, we'll begin our final descent into Kingston, Jamaica. As we prepare for landing, please make sure your seatbelt is fastened and your seat back and tray tables are stowed. Also, this time, please put away all carry-in items, including laptop and devices of similar size for landing. landing. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, prepare to enter Culturama with Diva. If you need instrumentals, recording, mixing or mastering, maybe a music video, photo shoot or graphic designing, need bouncy castles, face painting, popcorn, cotton candy or characters for the kids, want to do online or offline promotion, maybe both, let's print your t-shirts and everything else. Here at Inner Sanctum Entertainment Limited, we got you covered. Reach us on FB and Instagram at Inner Sanctum Entertainment LTD, YouTube at Inner Sanctum Entertainment, and Twitter at iSanctum Studios. Or call us at 1-866-338-4123. That's 1-866-338-4123. Hello, Culturama listeners, and welcome to the show, Culturama with Diva, where simplicity is the best thing. Welcome to this episode of Entrepreneurship Slash Picture Business Idea. With me, I have Mr. Kenneth Surratt of Trinidad and Tobago. He is the Executive Officer of the Trinidad and Tobago Blind Welfare Organization. Hi, Kenneth. Welcome to the program. Hi, how are you? I'm Kenneth Surratt from Trinidad. And thank you very much for having me on your program. First of all, tell me who is Kenneth Surratt? Kenneth Surratt, born 1968, 22 July, uh, in a small village in Mayaro, that's in the east of the island, in an estate called Lagandu Estate. It is a coconut estate. Um, mm-hmm. I attended school uh, at the St. Thomas RC mm-hmm. around 19, until 1978, yes. where, where I recognized I had an eye problem and I was Referred after joining the clinic, I was referred to the School for Blind Children. Mm-hmm. I stayed there for nine years where I got my education. Also, I went on to do my associate degree in business administration with Costat. Okay. And I got totally blind at age 14 in 1982, but always had eye problem. You are the executive officer of the Blind Welfare Association in Trinidad. Yes. The organization started by a gentleman called Mr. James Alves. He went to Jamaica first to establish the association, but uh, the Jamaican authority at that time wanted him to train someone to take over the job from him, and he wasn't prepared to do that. He wanted mm-hmm. to run the organization himself. So then he visited Trinidad and Tobago, and he yes. found the favor with the governor <laughs> and the head of the Catholic Church at that time, I think. And mm-hmm. this, through that, he started the Trinidad and Tobago Institute for the Blind on the 14th, 18th of May, 1914. Okay. So, what are some of the roles and functions of the executive officer? The executive officer is the highest paid person. I approve all expenditures, prepare mm-hmm. budget for the ministry, supervise our different heads of department I supervise. So, we have a branch in San Fernando, that is another city. The head office mm-hmm. is in the Port of Spain city. We have a branch at the Santa Cruz, in Santa Cruz, it's a valley, and mm-hmm. we also have a branch at the Bagel. So, it's my duty is to manage all the properties and persons who report to me directly. 
Okay, that's that's great. So, Mr. Surratt, tell us some of the programs that the Blind Welfare Organization offers. Uh, one of the main programs we offer is Adjustment to Blindness, which is blindness um, teaching people mobility and orientation. So that's one of our core values. So if, you knew, if uh, someone newly get blind and they come to the association, we will first assess your situation because blindness doesn't only impact on the client or to the family. Mm-hmm. And we will enroll you in a program. Once that is completed, you can either learn to make do handicraft through basketry, braille, mm-hmm. computer, and also we run cell phone training program. We also do awareness program by training company staff how to interact with someone who is blind and um, we also advocate on behalf of community of persons who are blind through legislation example right now we are working on the world intellectual property organization took a decision to make printed material accessible to the print disabled by extension by extension persons who are blind so we are very close to um, having that amended so that Moving forward, persons who are blind will have access to printed material. Once that is done immediately, the Bookshare, uh, not Bookshare, um, ABC, the Accessible Book Consortium, they have available over 400,000 novels or titles available. 400,000? No yes, already in accessible That's quite form. a lot. But we must amend the copyright law and ratify the, the um, WIPO agreement to make printed material accessible to the print disabled. Uh, once that is also, we then will have access to bookshare.org. Books could be exchanged from throughout <coughs> North America, Canada, Europe. Mm-hmm. So now we'll have new opportunities for persons who are blind in the field of education and also for reading for hobby and so on. What are some of the specific programs that these blind youths can benefit from? Young, young person, we had um, our blind youth representatives at the youth parliament mm-hmm. last year. I think it's earlier this year. So immediately there, we also um, started a youth group so they could come. We had a, a Mr. and Miss trying to be a blind welfare association recently, where we had a, we crowned a queen and a king. We have an annual concert where the young people will come and show off the talent. It's a concert where only persons who are blind perform at this concert. We are, this is going on over the sixth year. Um, and by and large, they could get involved in through education. So we, we, we encourage them in the field of education. Tell us, sir, you have an you have an ongoing IT training program. How is yes. it similar how is it similar or different from other IT training programs? The only difference is where persons who can see use the mouse and click on the screen. So whatever they see they will move the mouse point and click. Persons who are blind, they use text to speech software. That is where you take text off the screen and turn it into a synthesized speech. So there are several software that we use. NVIDIA is a free software. JAWS, you will have to pay for it. And probably have other text-to-speech software. Okay. So, so wherever you touch on the screen, on the keyboard, mm-hmm. any letter you press, you'll hear it. What level of public support do you receive? Generally, the, the public sometimes people treat you badly or indifferent I might because they're not aware so what we need to do is expand our awareness program because once they get aware of the capabilities and the abilities of persons who are blind their perception changes so immediately when they see someone who's blind they may think 
that person cannot do anything for themselves. But when they get close and they observe, me especially function in my office where I have a scanner. So if I, in the absence of my assistant, I can put it on my scanner or either hold my phone in front of the letter and it will read it for me. Okay. So I can prepare more letters on my computer. Also, I send tasks to my um, assistant early in the morning when I come in so she can prepare work for by, by the time she gets in. Mm-hmm. So the technology helps a lot to make you as efficient as possible. Emails, WhatsApp, social media, we ain't everything. I was doing some research and I realized that in Trinidad, Jamaica, and more Barbados and Trinidad, um, technology has increased in the Caribbean for these persons uh, who are blind or visually impaired, basically 99%. Right, but the technology increased, but we need to get persons who are blind. We are, they, they, a lot of them don't know the power of the smartphone in their hand. That's true. That's true. So, so, so I, I just make a little joke sometimes they're playing Shepherd with that smartphone. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so, so what I suggest, they need to learn how powerful it is. Because I use my phone for so many things. Like, for instance, a lot of Venezuelan in Trinidad. Yes. So, if you want to communicate with a Venezuelan, I use Google Translate. So, you type something in print in um, English. It converts it to Spanish and you could WhatsApp your person. If they WhatsApp you back in Spanish, you dump it in your Google Translate, it converts it to English. Mm-hmm. So okay. use any technology, that's how you could use the technology. Even especially with GPS. We have an app on my phone while driving. It will call out all the important places. So yeah, you can have a tour. So, uh, oh, so I heard of that. <coughs> so that song skip. So I use that. Also okay. we like uh, uh, I was we, we were successful in the association, successful in getting an app to identify the TT dollar, that is cash reader. So now yes. persons who are blind, once you have that app, you can pass your money in front of the camera and tell you how much. So it empowers <coughs> persons to run a little parlor or a little business at home so they can identify their own money. Okay, that's great. Trying to promote the independence. That is the key thing. Be as independent as far as possible. Okay. So tell us, sir. Do you connect with other civil society organizations? Yes, uh, we partner with a, a lot of organizations, especially like Children Authority. We will deal with a lot of issues that some children who are disabled go to different situations home. So we get the ministry involved. We also deal with um, say pensioners, as you may call it, or retirees associations. So all persons who are blind can get involved with, in the community. Our drive really is to push inclusion. So instead of having a specialized group for the blind, how can we get persons who are blind to be part of the community itself? So it's it true that it will have more opportunities than a running group specifically for your organization. So Mr. Surat, how does the <coughs> government support the programs offered at the Blind Welfare Association? Our association is governed by an Act of Parliament called Act Number no. 14 of 1947. As a result of that, the government funds the association through the paid staff, several of the paid staff. Also, they give us operational co- So the government really funds Blind Welfare by 90%. So we have an annual budget close to probably uh, about, one, about 1 million, 1.5 million US that's going that way. So that's that uh, our average budget, you can say, around that. So they, and the rest of Blind Welfare will have to fund on their own by 
having shows, dinners, donation, things like that. Okay. Quite what we are what we are also looking at um, a new type of funding is a create project and look for funding throughout the world and the national funders. So we, we are looking at um, because having the barbecues and some of the raise fund that really brings small money. Yes. When, you, when you're talking big project now, you may have to go to international funding like trust funds or what have you think like that? Oh, well, mainly trust funds and um, foundation funding. What would you rate as your most significant achievement in the past three to four years? Moving blind welfare, I could say from the red into the black, as you may say. So financially, we're not as bad as before. We are in a much better position. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also in the level of accessibility with the WIPO agreement. Yes. Even, even we're not completed as yet, but we are close to completing it. That is to make printed material accessible. Once that is, we should have that completed before the year up. And once that is done, that'll be one of my bigger achievements. Okay. Interesting. And let me just remind our listeners that we are speaking with Mr. Kenneth Surratt from the Trinidad and Tobago Blind Welfare Organization. And also, this is a non-profitable organization. So, Mr. Surratt, what would you like to tell my listeners? Why should, why should other companies invest uh, in this organization? Okay. When we look at the data in Trinidad, we observe that people are living longer. As a result of that, you will have, once you live longer, you will suffer some type of disability before you die. So we are advising, if you have an aging population and there are not so many young persons, to sustain the economy, it is important that you rehabilitate people so they can remain in the job market for a longer period. They may not be able to work for five days, but probably for four days, three days. So they become more productive and instead of having pension or money transferred to them, they could be contributors to the economy to make the economy more sustainable. Similarly for persons with disabilities, instead of giving them handouts, it will cost the state less if you train them how to produce, how to contribute. And from an economical point of view, it will be much better for the citizens. So my advice to companies and the state continue investing in persons with disability, but it should be in a structured form, not just sending money in a donation. They could send it and attach it to a program and monitor that program to see the, 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 the benefits of the program and how sustainable it is. What would you like to say to your staff and your students for, you know, taking the time out to work together as a family? I remember a story somebody gave about, they went and visited this, this company that makes blade. And I asked the lady, what do you do with a mixed surgical blade? She said, what I'm doing, I'm saving lives. She didn't say she was making surgical blade. She saw that by making this blade, she was impacting on a doctor to save somebody's life. And similarly in blind welfare, I want people, no matter if you're the cleaner, whatever part of the organization you are in, you are contributing to changing someone who's blind life. You know, that is that is that is the, that I would like, like my staff, everybody to see from that context. That whatever you do, and also I'm very appreciative and thankful for the contribution all of them make in changing lives. 
Well said, Mr. Surratt. Thank you so much for coming on the show and explain to us about the Black, the Trinidad and Tobago Blind Welfare Organization. You want to it say hi to anybody out there? It is Trinidad Tobago Blind Welfare Association. And I would like to say hi to everyone who's listening to this program. That if, when after you listen, if it's one thing I got you to do is change your perception of persons who are blind, to see them first and their disability second and not to see the disability first. So I'm hoping yes. that that could be the, if it's one thing you leave this program with, is to see the person first, yes. like a sec, second, third, fourth or fifth, but not first. Yes. Trinidad and Tobago Blind Welfare Association. I got it right? Yes, and um, I can explain uh, shortly just the structure of the organization. We are, you could be a member, and the membership elects two-thirds of the council, which is 12 persons. The government appoints one third, which is six persons. So we have a mm -hmm. council of 18 persons. The council appoints the executive officer. The executive officer hire all the other staff. And that's so how many years? How many years um, you're entitled to stay um, as the exec officer? It depends on the council renewing your con your contract. So I am the prime employee of the council. There you have it, folks. Mr. Kenneth Surratt. Executive Officer of this wonderful association in Trinidad and Tobago. This has been the show Culturama with Diva, where simplicity is the best thing. A big thank you to my studio engineers, Mr. Sidney Thorpe from Kingston, Jamaica, Mr. Damien Rose from Kingston, Jamaica, and Mr. Gary Kemmer from Monroe, Louisiana. Thank you guys for ensuring that the production goes well. We are in a Sanctum Entertainment Limited, proud sponsor of Culturama with Diva. We encourage you to listen and join us in a journey of cultures, ideas, and innovations as Diva takes us around the world with her guests. An amazing show with an amazing host. We thank you for accepting the challenge of opening your mind. We are Inner Sanctum Entertainment Limited and we are a proud sponsor of Culturama with Diva.